And good morning, everyone, and welcome to All Things SR Podcast. We are not necessarily live, but we're from, coming from Miami. <laughs> morning, Leslie. Good morning, or should I say buenos dias. <laughs> so happy to be celebrating this beautiful part of the country and the world, um, South Beach and Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a really fun uh, conversation we have today, Pam. I'm looking forward to it. SR gave us some good answers did. to some of our questions, and I'm curious of, you know, we're going to be encouraging everybody in the chat um, to, of course, as always, chime in and mm-hmm. let us know if you've been to South Beach or Miami, and if you have any favorite spots. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit too, a little bit on the history, mm-hmm. a little bit on why Miami, SR, why Miami. Um, well, so, Don, yeah, the only problem is Don Johnson isn't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they should probably have a statue of those too. Uh, oh yeah, pocket and tubs. Like they do in Milwaukee. I don't know if anyone's ever been to Milwaukee and I'm there is a statue of the bronze Fonz, as they call it, a statue of Arthur Fonzarelli, the fictional character from Happy Days, uh-huh. right down on the river walk. Hey, you know? Uh, so, you know, iconic uh, pop culture. Uh, the fact they had a bronze statue of the Fonz just cracks me up. Well, um, just like in Philly, right? Philly yeah. has the Rocky statue right outside the art museum. and. People that drive by and wonder why all these people are standing to take their picture with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then uh, there's also in New York at the Port Authority, there is a sculpture of Ralph Cramden. <laughs> and, I've uh, never <laughs> seen that. Yeah? That would be fun to check out. That statue was sculpted by my brother-in-law's cousin, Doobie Nolan, or Larry Nolan, as he profes- was professionally known. <laughs> so. Sam another chapter for your book no that's their book that's not my book <laughs> but the fact you know him <laughs> yeah, we went to the same high school together but we, he was about 10 years behind me mm-hmm. and um he was a uh, he's a beautiful he was a beautiful sculptor he's done a lot he did a lot with the uh fire um you know the fire people out people that work in the forests mm-hmm. and like forest fires and not smoky um but <laughs> he did he's done some bass reliefs for i think the university of iowa he's done stuff in it uh he did stuff in dublin oh that's cool and he was an interest he's an interesting character because he's um he was you know he was doobie obviously the nickname mm-hmm. what would that refer to Pam? and then when he was i think in like in his mid-20s he finally uh like mid to late 20s he sobered up went back to school and he got uh interested in sculpting and he went to art school and then got a residency at uh Gaudin's place up in vermont i think it's vermont or new hampshire oh nice and he did that for a year but and he ended up settling up there and his studio was an old church and if you ever come to uh the uh, baseball field in, in uh, Philadelphia, one of the beloved sportcasters was a guy by the name of Harry Callis, and he did oh, that yeah. sculpture, too. That's there. Oh, so, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, I still haven't seen a game in Philly. Still no. have not seen a professional baseball game in Philly. Yeah, you're not much of us. Much of us. Well, I have American to League is more fun. Speaking of baseball, mm-hmm. I did have to say my Baltimore Orioles uh, were triumphant against your against your New York Yankees last night. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, they, you know, every now Lucky. and then we're allowed to lose some. <laughs> that was a major triumph, and it was an extra inning, so. Mm-hmm. I just had to say, well, I wish I would have been there. It would have been they, fun. They, I think they lost two out of three to Toronto, which has actually is going to be the best team. Yeah, Toronto's going to, you know, SR darn it. <laughs> Got to get him to get those. Uh, well, he was he between control. Toronto and, and Boston, you know? Mm-hmm. But we did take the first two from Boston. Yay. Well, yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> oh well, there's lots of fun news, and I'm I'm re- <laughs> I'm reading some of the comments in the chat, which are great. <laughs> Betty said Miami probably offered the boss an unlimited supply of Lafroig, <laughs> 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 and I'm happy to see Cheryl was able to join us. We're hoping your grandfather's doing okay. Um, Floor, I, I, we were say we were talking, we were hoping you would be on. She said she's driving to Broward County again, but she'll be listening in. Floor is, Floor lives where we're going to be discussing today. So have a safe drive and I hope you can uh, get to enjoy the discussion. And Cheryl said her grandpa had surgery yesterday. So I'm hoping, um, or wait, did he have surgery or did you have surgery? Um, She said, I'm doing better. So I'm thinking it was you. Please, I hope you heal Mm -hmm. um, well. And Anna wishes us all a good morning and is enjoying a surprise bakery delivery from her favorite hockey boy and his current girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Very nice. That is so sweet. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the best kind. And Cheryl had the (laughs) surgery and grandpa is doing well. Oh my goodness. Well, I hope uh, continued healing for you and your grandpa. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, as you were saying, your story, uh, Black Lab Lady said, and so the chapters continue, Pam. <laughs> Love it. Lori's saying, all roads lead to Pam. <laughs> mm, they oh, lead somewhere, but they certainly don't lead here. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not driving through Brooklyn. <laughs> I know. Anna's saying, and the pirates still suck. Oh, Anna, trust me, if you're an Orioles fan... Uh, the Pirates record still looks um, mighty sparkly compared to my beloved Orioles, but you know what? They're 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 gonna they're they're gonna be scrappy and they're gonna go for it. And I, that's mm-hmm. all I ask. Absolutely. So, well, yeah, like, I, you know, yeah. I, I, you, growing up, you know, my father used to take me to Phillies games every now and then. And when I moved to New York, I saw what a real baseball field was because mm. Philadelphia had Veterans Stadium, which was what my husband. Uh, called <laughs> Fuzzy Cement. Oh gosh, that's right, because everything was turf. Tur- AstroTurf, so. And it wasn't, it it was the original AstroTurf, which wasn't as uh, fabulous as the stuff they have now. That stuff was really hard for those ball players to play I, on. Yeah, you tried being a football player and getting tackled on it. Mm, More than yeah. one knee was destroyed. And Anna was down in my neighborhood yesterday. I know, it's uh, how ironic. She came to your neighborhood and you went up to, I was up in Queens yesterday. To, to Queens, mm-hmm. kind of near Betty, in, in Betty's extended neighborhood, even right. though 
I know there's a, you know, the boroughs are all very distinct. In the East River. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's like, I can take, thank F, I can take or leave baseball. <laughs> there you go. I know, we're not talking the pen. We're not talking the pens. We're not talking the penguins in hockey. Um, or, or the Rangers or the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Betty's asking, how is Isabella? Because Betty uh, knows that her... Uh, Pam's reason for her journey was to go up and uh, get get my 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 pick little up her angel. granddaughter, my thirty my ten year old going on thirty five angel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Walter's uh, pitching in to say good morning yes, as he well. Is. And it's funny because uh, yesterday I was in when I was I'd stopped at a, a store before we came back to the house with the, Isabella. We're talking about Walter and Kenzie. <laughs> so she sent I had her send Kenzie a video telling Kenzie that Walter is a rat <laughs> oh my gosh that is funny oh and hello good afternoon SR Fox glad mm-hmm. you could join us uh, we are talking uh, about all things SR and uh, talking about Miami we're getting into that we're just doing a little chit chat in the beginning um and uh, Anna was in culture shock yesterday um, because she was seeing all the flyer stuff in Target uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. She was in Pam's neck of the woods in she Philadelphia, was. and Anna's from Pittsburgh. Uh, so there's a very huge uh, rivalry there in the professional hockey arena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know it is it is unsettling when you're in the different part of the country. Speaking of Isabella. Uh, is Good. she arrived? Is she doing? She is anything? here. Good morning, Kitty. Good morning. Uh, thank you, Isabella. Thank is you. Going to be the? Is she going to be the Walter Whisperer? Upstairs, someplace. Are you going to be the Walter Whisperer for us today? The Rat Dog Whisperer? Sure, yes. Sure, yes. <laughs> I'm better at it with uh, Well, I think she's in in Jim's office. <laughs> Pumpkin is outside. And Matilda is hissing at you somewhere. <laughs> Poor, I love it. This little girl who loves cats so much. And I have one cat that was will not talk to her. Wow. And will con- constantly hisses at her every time she walks by. So. She's upstairs. <laughs> Tilders? I have no idea where Tilders is. All right, I'll talk to you later, Kitty. I'll bring you coffee up when I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I like the little uh, the little cameo appearance from uh, Isabella. I know it's a cameo appearance from Isabella. What's the matter, Kitty? It is nine thirteen. Thirteen. See you in a bit. So we have. Um, a little bit of news from SR, right? We do. He's happy to report that the Danish translation of Gabriel's Promise should be releasing. He saw the cover design this past week, and the Russian edition of Gabriel's Promise should be released soon also. Uh, he also mentions that the Gabriel's Inferno DVDs are back in the Passion Flick store. And uh, you can, it's still all available on passionflix.com and parts one and two of Gabriel's Rapture are there and part three releases August 12th. And yes, Betty, she does. Normally, 
Um, I give her decaf, but I'm out of decaf, so she will get a dose of caffeine this morning. That's okay. Like I said, she's 10 going on 35. Well, and she's not one to... I don't think she gets super wired on caffeine. Yeah, right? she only ha she only has a cup, and like, she drinks more soda, which has more caffeine in it than coffee does. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. The soda actually can be a lot more uh, mm -hmm. uh, in, winding up. In any event, so then let's see. Um, we also asked SR if he had any observations or thoughts to share for celebrating Easter. And he his he wants peace to be with everyone, and for those celebrating Passover, blessed Passover, and to those celebrating Easter, happy Easter. And it is also Ramadan, so we wish you a uh, Mubak Eid, right? Yeah, Mubak Eid. Mm -hmm. And I think that's I think Ramadan is over May first. And that'll be interesting. It's very interesting the way everybody overlays um, on some of those uh, major religions. I, I always true. find that interesting. Things are tagged. I know the Greek Orthodox Easter, you know, I have a bonus mm -hmm. Easter because I, we celebrate both. Uh, we have my mother's side of the family is Greek Orthodox and my other part of my family is uh, not Greek Orthodox. So Orthodox Easter is a week after American Easter this year. Mm -hmm. And in part, that date is set by the first full moon after Passover, I believe, is how they do it. If anyone's Orthodox, you can correct me. I believe that's how it is. So it's all tied together. I always find that really interesting. They are, they are. And I, you know, even when you look at the, um, the Hebrew calendar and the Muslim calendars, because mm -hmm. they're not exactly the same type the Western calendar that we use today, so they're always off a little bit. And it's, but they all, all the holidays will seem to flow into the same time frame, which is cool. Mm hmm. Anyhow, so then um, Anna was saying she grew up having lattes with her boy, with her grandma when she was four. Oh, wow. So, and the blessedness is drink apple juice. Oh, yes. Apple juice was a big, big part of my daughter's childhoods. They loved their apple juice. Well, so nice and sweet. That's one of the main reasons. Of course. <laughs> of course it is. Patrick's was juicy juice. He liked cherry juicy juice all the time. So. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. So shall we hit Miami of yes, all places? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in when you, uh, as uh, we can say, um, Benvenido a Miami. We are uh, going into a part of the United States that is very multicultural. Uh, there's a ton of, uh, it's so, so cosmopolitan, like any really great city um, around the world, there's you can hear languages, various languages, all from all corners of the globe there. Um, but it's primarily English and Spanish uh, mm -hmm. is what you'll hear when you're down on the street. And well, one and of the things, 
Oh, go ahead. And, and one of the things is that that lifestyle of Miami didn't start until the 20th century, beginning of the 20th century. Right, for, right. Well, I, I actually, before we get there, Pam, mm -hmm. I wanted to mention one other thing, and I forgot. Um, I'm sorry, my essentially my my screen got covered up. So I, um, before we go there, we wanted to kind of remind you for those oh, who had yeah. read um, or who weren't on, with us the last couple weeks that we had asked SR chapter 52 of Gabriel's Promise is first when is when Miami came into the storyline. Mm -hmm. And we had asked SR at that time, why did you decide on the particular gifts Gabriel and Julia exchanged? And in particular, why Miami? And I said, Miami is always a good idea in my opinion. So mm -hmm. SR had said, I was thinking that as new parents, uh, Gabriel and Julia may have wanted to go somewhere warm, but might have been worried about traveling internationally. And so Miami is a good option. I like Miami mm -hmm. a lot, dot, dot, dot. So I wonder with, why. I, yeah, there's so much to do. So, so kind of with that um, background, we kind of decided this would be an interesting area of the world to explore mm -hmm. in terms of SR's uh, inspiration and why... Um, why he did she chose might choose Miami and what what is it about Miami that makes it so special? Mm -hmm. So you know, as Pam was noting, it hasn't been the city it was you know this cosmopolitan city until mm -hmm. fairly recently in history. I mean, right. it was initially incorporated in 1896 with all of 444 citizens under the name the city of Miami. Mm -hmm. Along with the railroad, Flagler financed and built streets, water and power systems, and a resort hotel. And there were canals that were made to drain the water from the Everglades that covered a majority of the land. Because at that point, Miami was a big swamp. Yep. So now, it's one of the world's greatest and most iconic tourist destinations. It has a subtropical climate, which is why Julie and Gabriel wanted to go somewhere warm. Mm -hmm. Pristine beaches and a relaxed ambiance. And it's also does fun really well. <laughs> and in keeping with the fun theme. Oh, yeah. What do you guys? Oh, and I see Mon just joined us. Hey, Mon. Uh, bon dia, Monica. Bon dia. And yeah, it does fun really well. And I'm looking here uh, <laughs> saying, uh, Betty's asking, should we order mojito or a Cuban coffee for you ladies? Um, yes and yes, Betty. Yeah, mojito uh, would be wonderful. <laughs> Lori would like to try a Cuban coffee. SR Fox is saying it's mojito time over here. Yes, <laughs> she could raise a glass or the SR Fox could raise a glass. Um, definitely a traditional mojito has uh, mint and rum and a little lime and uh, I think club soda, right? And I love it when they serve it with the uh, sugar cane mm -hmm. stick. Ah, oh, I had the best mojito in Florida. Uh, it's delicious, delicious, delicious. <laughs> no. This gammy has a problem with rum as I've 
I'm sure everybody remembers the story I've told. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Um, we, we won't, we won't have, I think we should give you the Cuban coffee then, Pam. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and Anna says there's the best authentic Cuban food and drink in Miami. And Betty, yes, it is strong. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, so some of the fun facts that uh, Pam was able to dig mm -hmm. up, I'll, I'll start a couple and then Pam can chime in. Miami actually gets its name from one of the original Native uh, American tribes that lived there. Mm -hmm. And it was the Miami lived here in the 16th and 17th centuries. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm actually going to put that in the chat box so you can see how it was spelled. But I love that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the only U.S. city that was founded by a woman, which God I think bless is us fascinating. Women. Tell us about that, Pam. Well, she was a local businesswoman, and she uh, was she encouraged the development. She wanted to get the Flor the East Coast Railroad down to Miami, but I think it stopped somewhere in Florida. Mm -hmm. And so she worked at that. It took her quite a while to get it done, but. Uh, Having had the railroad come in is what kind of kicked the ball rolling to create the, the modern Miami as it is now. Um, they, they welcome like 14 million visitors a year. Wow. Yeah. And 10% uh, of the workforce is in the tourist industry. It's also known as the cruise capital of the world because many, many cruise ships uh, dock down in that area. Um, the land is all filled in. So when you think about the collapse of that apartment building in Miami last mm -hmm. last fall or last winter, you can see where that would come in because the water table rises and since it's filled in land, there's a high water table. Um, the the South Beach is the one that has the, all the Art Deco nightclubs. Which, oh, and hotels. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. You know, and if you've ever seen the movie um, with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. Oh, um, The Birdcage. The Birdcage. That, mm -hmm. That's a good good spot to look. Um, the average temperature in, in the winter is between 65 and 70 degrees, 75 degrees. Now, I can deal with that. In the that winter. sounds fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are a lot, used to be a lot of mangroves there. So that, uh, you know, that they kind of went away when they decided to fill everything in. Suntan lotion was actually made in Bennett in Miami. Really? It was. And it well, was and I, I did not realize that. Is that where Coppertone and those uh, companies kind well, of... Uh... Pro yes. And like if you remember C and Ski, they always used... Uh, that water area where they, I forget what they call it, but they've got the water skiers and they always promote. So, But the, a pharmacist by the name of Benjamin Green invented the mixture in 1944. A lot of sore skin and it wasn't baby oil and iodine or in my case, Crisco. Oh, gosh. Not, not always the healthiest. No. Yeah. Now, I mean, when I, you know, when we were teenagers and wanted to have that perfect tan, the iodine sort of stained the skin enough to uh, 
promote the start of a tan, I guess. Sort of like mm -hmm. that orange band de soleil that when you, if you had a white bathing suit on, it, it was spotted orange by the time by the time you finished. Uh -huh. Um, but uh, yes, when I was in high school, my friend uh, Anne McCoy, God rest her, and us would uh, use Crisco on the beach. <laughs> if you're gonna fry, you might as well fry with the right stuff. Anyway, this is true. Uh huh. There's uh in the fridge. <laughs> Well, and I, I just put some links in. Um, I, I'm seeing in the chat room when we mentioned the birdcage uh, that uh, Shell said, oh, the birdcage, I love that movie. So I put the link in because you can really get a good look, not just at the um, South Beach vibe um, at the time the movie was made, but Art Deco architecture as well. And also I'm putting in a link to the Art Deco. Mm-hmm district on the Miami uh, tourism site yeah, so and, and you know really cool and as far as my uh, fake tan tips I would <laughs> go with the Jergens lotion these days that has that you use it over time it builds up some color as oh, opposed yeah. to my tips because uh, my tips could definitely lead to some some da sun damage and unfortunately skin cancers that could come about but yeah well but Lori's saying I bet the sand stuck to the Crisco pan <laughs> uh, yes yes it did <laughs> and if you're if you're not if you're not a sand person I, I I don't care one way or the other but if you're not a sand person it's not something you want to do and when you go in the ocean to wash the sand off it doesn't come off too easy when you have Crisco on your skin <laughs> can't even imagine although I know people who put olive oil on their skin when they were trying to tan um, again we're not recommending that because there's no SPF in that that's right but <laughs> <laughs> so and I uh, recommend SPF many times because I unfortunately did have a cousin who was a 39 year old who died of skin cancer melanoma mm. so I always recommend SPF absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely um Miami is also the built-up area, but it also has unspoiled wilderness in the Everglades. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, uh, I'll pull up a link to that. Black Lab Lady just said, having cruised 20 plus times, I probably departed via Miami over a dozen times. Sadly, I'm always rushing from the airport to the cruise pier. However, I did take a side trip for an airboat ride into the Everglades at one point lots of fun now i've got to add miami to the bucket list i've clearly missed the boat well maybe you could go down a day or two before your cruise mm. um or or plan to stay a day or two after your cruise true um yeah and sr fox said i would be a lobster with olive oil yeah it's it's uh not a, not a very healthy thing no. uh, by any means uh and, to do and franca has joined us hello from Joburg. Hello, Franca. I'm actually in the process. I'm get. I'm on the National Park Service uh, site of the United States um, because I wanted to make sure you had a link to the Everglades. Mm -hmm. And it, the America's Everglades, which is again in Miami mm -hmm. uh, and and around Miami, is the largest subtropical wilderness in the United States. It protects an unparalleled landscape that provides habitat for numerous rare and endangered species like the manatee, the mm -hmm. American crocodile, 
and the elusive Florida panther, which I didn't even realize the Florida panthers were still in existence. So that's exciting. Oh, they are. They are. Yeah. In fact, in fact I can remember when I would drive from our office in Naples to the airport in Fort Myers. Mm -hmm. You see all the panther signs all over the oh, place. Oh, yeah. That's mm -hmm. remarkable. Um, mm -hmm. It's an expansive area in South Florida, 1.5 million acres of wetland. Um, and there are three entrances to the park. Um, and they are accessed via three different areas of South Florida. So there's a lot of rich um, information on this site and also some great photos of wildlife. Um, mm -hmm. I'm placing the Evergrade. That's one thing I have not... Well, it also ventured into. It also has a very large population of a non-native species of snakes in the Everglades. Oh. The python, because people, you know, people will go out and they get these pythons because they're maybe three feet long or two feet long, and then don't realize that they can eat a small child once they're fully grown. Oh my gosh! So they get rid of them in the, into the Everglades. It's it's a big problem for them. They've been trying dealing with that for years. Oh. Well, Betty's saying maybe Paul would like to go to Miami with me. And Franca is just popping in to say hello. So glad you could, Franca. She's saying uh, my daughters are out shopping. And so she's saying a quick hello. She's missed the thir first 30 minutes. So not sure what you've been discussing, but you were talking about beaches and sand. Have just spent the last four days at the beach where we just had the worst rain and floods in recent years. Five months normal rain in one day. Oh, my goodness, Franca. I'm so, so sorry that you had to deal with that, especially when you're looking forward to some sun and some beautiful time together with your family. That's and a lot of rain. You know, there's, you're safe. there's some really cool beaches in, in South Africa. I remember I, I was a, a big fan of the movie um, The Endless Summer. And uh, I can't even count how many times I've seen that film, documentary, whatever you want to call it. And uh, they did a lot of surfing around South Africa, which was really cool. And I know that a lot of the surfing professionals are from that area, too. So, just an FYI. Oh, uh, I love... My surfing trivia. trivia. And there are a lot of, obviously, one of the reasons why people go to Florida and South mm -hmm. Beach are for the beautiful beaches of that part of the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm also going to include the link um, to some of the information on the beaches, which is something that Gabriel and Julia would have a wonderful time exploring. Um, there's South Point Park and Beach. There's the Art Deco District and Ocean Drive. Um, and the beaches north of Lincoln Road. So mm -hmm. those are some wonderful, uh, oh my gosh, the pictures on these sites, guys, are just so beautiful. Um, this is a perfect destination for Gabriel and Julia. Um, I can imagine them having a wonderful time. Absolutely. Here. Can you imagine? Oh, definitely. I, I love it though. The SR Fox said Paul would go everywhere with someone so supportive, Betty. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Franca saying, I see you're talking about Gabriel and Julia taking Claire to Miami for a holiday. Yes, this is the Miami, this is the Miami podcast, uh, Franca. We're talking about SR's inclusion of Miami and we're exploring the city and the culture. 
um, to understand a little bit more about why uh, it was selected. And Franca said, I've never been um, to Miami, would love to visit someday. We truly do have a fantastic shoreline from west to east, Pam. I mm -hmm. see you mentioned the Birdcage movie. I love that too. Yes. Yeah, that was a that was a great movie. I, Nathan Lane and Robin Williams together were phenomenal. And I actually happened to meet Nathan Lane before he ever hit it big. He was a, a movie usher at a, a movie theater in Pleasantville, New York, before he got to I love I <coughs> love that. He was so funny, and, and my he knew my cousin, and my cousin had a party, and that's how I met him at her house. And her party's always a lot of fun, so. <coughs> I can't imagine you having a cousin who would have parties. Um, that would be fun, Pam. <laughs> Another yeah, I, chapter for your book, the Nathan, Lay, the Nathan Lane uh, experience. I love it. Yeah, I mean, he was, so really, cool. he was really cool. I mean, I from what I remember I mean I didn't see too much of me after that but I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm glad to have met somebody who was there before they were if you know what right I mean. so I love that and I love to hear that he was really cool because mm. I would Im I imagine that he would be but it's just it's good to hear that yeah um Betty's saying I need to watch that film it really is if you want if you want a good laugh it is such a fun and, and because of the setting, obviously, you, you do feel like you're on vacation. It's, it's a fun film to see. Well, Betty I, saying, I, Pam I, knows everyone. I get a kick out of the period. <laughs> yes. For. <laughs> for the male menopause that somebody was going through. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It really was. It really was funny. Yes. Yes. So. One of the things, did you know that Miami was sometimes nicknamed the recreational village in the diving capital? No. There's so many, yeah, there's so many wrecks in the in the ocean around there. A lot of pirates. I, I think that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, I know you had saw, you mentioned, and I know Black Lab Lady mentioned um, she goes cruising uh, out of Miami. Mm -hmm. um, it's the actual, the largest cruise ship port in the world, which I found interesting as well. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. Um, I, I know a few people that have cruised out of Miami. Um, I've never been on a cruise. I've been on a cruise ship, but never been on a cruise because my sister used to go on, a, on cruises when, before she and my hus her husband got married and she went with her friends a few times. Mm -hmm. And I would always meet her at the, at, and, She'd come to come up to New York, spend the night in a hotel in New York, and then I'd meet her and take her over to the ship later in the next day. So it was always fun. I'll say yes. And I, at one point, I did not want to get off the the ship, and they're they're ding dong. Please, we're getting ready to leave. Please get off the if you're not coming with us. <laughs> Anyhow, oh, cruises are fun. I, I'm curious if anyone else has. Uh, sailed out of Miami or if anyone's been to Miami um, let us know and mm -hmm. I, I know you have one or two other fun facts right Pam we do we do um let me see where am I I think you're the, at the nickname the, the city's nickname, nickname uh, is the magic city and because it came because of its rapid growth because I think 
you know, you, you get into like the 1920s, 30s, when people started discovering Miami a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I think like in the 40s is when it really started to pick up. And there were a lot of famous people that, that are in Miami. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, who, who were some of the famous Miami uh, natives? Sir Sidney Poitier. Oh, I didn't realize he was from Miami. Yeah, he was originally from the Bahamas, but he lived most of his time in Miami. Nice. And of course, how can you forget Gloria Estefan? Of course. Mm-hmm. And we she had... brought the Miami sound to the larger population. Absolutely. And Catherine Keener, who was of Irish and Lebanese descent, she was born in Miami, and her sister Elizabeth is also an actress. And uh, they both had uh, acting careers and numerous awards, including two Academy Awards for being with in being John Malkovich. Oh yeah, that was a funny movie. Anyway, Patricia Cornwall, the writer, she does a lot of crime uh, series, and she she's actually written with a girl I went to grade school with, um, Lisa Scottolini. She writes a lot of the a uh, lot of paperback uh, crime series stuff. Oh, very cool. Andy Garcia. Ah, who doesn't love Andy Garcia? I love it. He and I loved him in in Mamma Mia. Oh, it was so much fun, wasn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's just he is delightful. I'm looking. uh, Franca noted she worked for a cruise company for 15 years. Did many cruises up and down uh, their own her own coast in South Africa and have for two Mediterranean cruises as well. Um, but as she noted earlier, she's never been to Miami. Mm-hmm. SR Fox said, haven't been to Miami, but I've gone on the cruise in the Mediterranean Sea and a few times on Sc- Scandinavian cruises. That would be fun. Scandinavian would be cool. I want to do the Greek islands. That's what I want to do. That's oh, yes, you do. List. I can tell you, you want to do the Greek islands. I will That's come with you for that. List. That would be so great. Monica says she knows Miami from CSI. I mm-hmm. love it, Mon. I love it. Um, and Betty loves Gloria Stefan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her and her husband have really made a huge impact. She uh, and she's a great, they're great acts. They really are. Yeah. Another, uh, this is a transplant, actually. He's the son of Julio Iglesias. It's Enrique Iglesias. He lives down that way. Oh, I would. I love Enrique Iglesias. Love him. Mm-hmm. If you ever have a chance to see him perform, do it. He is he is phenomenal in concert. And the actor who played Poe Dameron in Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and X-Men Apocalypse. Mm. He was raised in Florida, Miami, and is Oscar Isaac. Nice. Mm-hmm. Floor, Floor has... Uh, made it to Broward safely and she's uh, chiming in which I was hoping you'd have a chance before the end of the podcast she said there's also the design district in North Miami with museums cafes shops and beautiful architecture it's the artsy part of town also a lot of graffiti art too everywhere thank you Flora I want to check that out is that good graffiti or bad graffiti because there can be both I'm thinking it's good graffiti if it's in the artsy part of town and then, that. and then, of course, we have um, a a former New York Yankee, Alex Rodriguez. 
former J-Lo fiance, one of many, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, 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 as much as it pains me to say, he was a very talented baseball player. Remarkable. Including all the steroids. And, yeah, but his home is actually <laughs> in Coral Gables. Oh, nice. And, and, you know, there are a lot of people in, like, on Jupiter Island and Star Island. I think uh, Sylvester Stallone has, lives down that way. Um, I know, I know. That, uh, my beloved Ricky Martin at least used to have Ricky a property Martin. on Star Island. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he still does with his and beautiful family. Oh, his children are so beautiful. <laughs> he and his husband have a gorgeous family. Love Ricky Martin. Yeah. So that thing, you know, that's just a little bit. And then, of course, there's the Ocean Drive area, which is one of the most popular areas of Miami. That's where South Beach is a mostly South Beach and uh, that's where the bronze bodies are roller skating along the street seafront yes and there's actually I, I in the link earlier mm -hmm. um, we did have um, there is some links to Ocean Drive in particular but when I was there for a conference in 1999 which was forever ago mm -hmm. um, Another thing I came across was Ocean Drive Magazine. I'm going to put that in there. Mm -hmm. um, and I was lucky enough to stay at the Lowe's Miami Beach Hotel for this conference. So I'm going to add that link, too, just so you can see some um, really pretty views of uh, that area. <laughs> well, they, and Marilyn Manson got... Marilyn Manson was born in Fort Lauderdale. Mm. Well, you know, there's that. There was also that big hotel. A lot hotel. of creativity. Yeah, that big hotel that that was down that is down there. Um, is it the Fontainebleau? Oh yeah. Where they filmed uh, part of Goldfinger. Yeah, that's a famous. Um, that's a famous property um, that had been there. Uh, another fun. I'm going to look up that and put that in here as well another fun place down there uh is called the clevelander mm -hmm. um oh and it's the three-quarter time show it is oops the clevelander fountain blue it mm -hmm. looks like the um didn't copy correctly. Let me try this again. Frank Sorry, Sinatra used to perform there. Jackie Gleason was always down that way. Right. Um, I know that. I, I think they used to have like in, in when you walked in like a a pool with mermaids in it or something like that. As you walked in the first one, I don't remember anyway. But anyhow, also if you look at some fast, of those fast old food school. trivia. Yeah. The very first. Um, oh, what's one called? Burger King was there in 1954. Really? Yep. Who knew? Sunscreen and Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> one All for taxi, one will kill you, but that's. <laughs> um, that is, it's, it's funny. I'm looking at the chat. Uh, some of the some of our friends were talking about uh, some of their cruise recommendations, uh, Norwegian fjords to visit. Um, Betty's wondering if Gabriel ever sings to Julia Enrique Iglesias's hero song. I love mm -hmm. that. I bet he, I, I could imagine that, right? Mm -hmm. um, Monica said, unfortunately, 
She learns about some spots of Florida because of uh, the latest uh, Gabby Petito disappearance yeah. and murder. Yeah. There's some high crimes. A, a very prolific and very notorious murder was at the Versace. Um, Johnny Versace. Johnny Versace. And I just learned that his former property, which is a landmark building there, mm -hmm. is now a hotel. So I don't know how I'd feel about staying at a property where I knew there was a famous murder. But Well, if you remember when we were in Baltimore a couple of years ago, we, near the harbor, where there was a hotel that Edgar Allan Poe stayed in and supposedly died there or something. Right, right. And his yeah. ghost was seen many times mm -hmm. walking around the property. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's a, and, and, you know, you had Scarface. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and one of the more well-known is, uh, uh, now I can't think of it. Um, Florida, it was from the Chicago mob got picked up on tax charges. Oh, Al Capone. Al Capone. Mm -hmm. Ended up in, uh, Sing Sing for a while and, yeah, mm -hmm. he had a big home down there. I think it was yeah. in, yeah, in the Palm Beach area, so... Yeah, Bet Betty noted she thought the Versace Mansion would be a museum. I did too. I think it may have been at one point, and they converted it. I'm not sure. I just came across that yeah. when I was looking, poking around. I'm uh, I'm not sure when he bought that, but I do I do remember that killing and the uh, the manhunt for the guy who did it, and I think Fox or somebody did it. Um, there was uh, a mini series. On mini it. yeah, and the guy was it Kananen. I think was his name. And I think he was played by um, the guy from High School Musical. Yes. And then, um, Zach Efron. He's fabulous. Zach Efron, yeah. He um, here's him. a story. CNN apparently did a story on the Versace Mansion inside South Beach's Sensational Hotel. And this apparently happened 2017 um, is when it became... Uh, the hotel? You know, a hotel, which is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I've not read this story, but um, regarding the Versace mansion mm -hmm. is now. Uh, obviously, um, Gabriel chose not to book that. I think, though, I think it became a hotel after. Um, yeah, yeah, because you got to remember. Yeah, because we got to remember that this story revolves around 2009. 2013 time frame so right i know and and we did ask um yeah betty said uh and, and she said that killing was infamous and it really it was. was um really sad but i i actually i i do remember that as well and it was just such a shocking event because it happened you know it was so it was such a random, it, apparent, it, it appeared to be such a random act mm -hmm. of violence in such a beautiful part of the world where you, you just don't think things like that would happen. But exactly. Course, that's oh, that's where right. They do and, and it wasn't um, the guy from High School Musical, it was the guy from Glee. Okay, Monica said, yeah, yeah. she saw the miniseries. No, you're right, Mon. It was, it was the guy from Glee. I forget his name. Yeah, he won I, an award for the part. I remember that, but I forget his I name. I know okay. it was highly. Uh, it was a highly acclaimed miniseries. Mm -hmm. um, yep, Flora saying it's called the Villa Casa Casuarina Hotel now, with an excellent Italian Mediterranean restaurant called Gianni's. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I I remember that funeral though. I mean, I remember seeing 
not the funeral itself, but the picture of it had mm-hmm. Elton John and Princess Diana sitting together. Yeah. So, yeah. Really shocking. Um, we actually, you know, asked SR several questions about Miami uh, since it was an inspiration for him and since he wove this into his story. Um, and the first question I'd asked this week uh, was when writing Promise, which came first, the idea of Miami as a vacation destination or the flamingos? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. SR said, the flamingos came first. And then that prompted a reflection on where flamingos live. And I thought of Florida. So which came first? The chicken the or city, the egg? The city or the flamingos? Flamingos first. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I could see that um, since he wove in, uh, he kind of wove that in and it kind of followed the arc of the story, the flamingos, yeah, uh, you, you could see the flamingo it. invasion in the yard after uh, the birth Claire of the home, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Betty said, that's funny. I know, Esther has a good sense of humor, you know? Um, I thought that was an interesting uh, vantage point. Mm-hmm. And then... We asked him, did you travel or visit to Miami or South Beach to research the setting for this book? And he said, yes. So, Floor, he was in your neighborhood at some point. Absolutely. Um, He's been there SR, a few times. Yeah. SR says, I like Miami a lot and have been there a few times. It's a vibrant city with lots of different cultural and culinary influences. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We didn't even dig in, but we will in some of the questions we have about some of the great restaurants there. A lot of the websites that I put in the links um, are travel and tourism sites, so you can find all different kinds of things. Flora's saying, that's awesome. Yeah, you were walking among uh, SR. Just think about it. I love it. <laughs> um, and then another uh, question we uh, posed to him is, was there a Hotel Estrella? We didn't see it in the South Beach area. Or did you create the hotel based on other properties? And if so, which ones? Uh, and thank you, Shell. Shell uh, clarified. Darren Chris was That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this makes me want to watch that because I, I was one I wanted to see. I hadn't seen it. I think Ricky Martin was in that as well, if I, I recall. I think he, was, he was the yeah. lover. Um, but he's saying, if Gabriel could still drink, wouldn't it be funny if he got a flamingo tattoo after having too many drinks? <laughs> I think mm. he would never be that drunk, Betty. <laughs> uh, Franco's going to sign off now, uh, wishing all those celebrating this weekend a happy and blessed Easter or Passage. And it was not a peaceful and safe weekend. Thank you. Same to you, Franca. Enjoy. Um, yeah, Betty confirmed Ricky was the lover in this right. series, and she loves Darren Chris. So, um, yes. Yeah, so regarding the question uh, we posed to him, she's he. Ri, uh, I was going to say Ricky. Hey, Ricky Martin. Ricky, um, no, otherwise known as SR. Um, SR said, "I looked at the SLS Hotel in South Beach, but I don't believe it would have been built at the time Gabriel and Julia were there. Remember, the books are set in the 2009 to 2013 timeframe." Um, he said, "But it's a great hotel." And Jose Andreas's restaurant, Bazaar, is there. So um, SLS is one of the inspirations. And, uh, of course, 
Jose Andreas, one of SR's favorites anyway, for his philanthropic endeavors, mm -hmm. um, was really, really, um, it was a real um, inspiration to him as well. And I'm looking and chat, Anna's saying, four years ago, is at the Flamingo Pool in Playa del Carmen when the Emersons went to venture to Mexico. I love that. Um, and uh, seeing that Monica saying, I was so frustrated. I didn't want to hate the actor. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. That's what, you know what, but that's, a, that's the mark of a great actor, right? Monica yeah. said he did a really good job. And Floor saying, yes, that restaurant bazaar is amazing. Oh, Floor, I want to come to Miami so badly talking about all this stuff. I love it so much there. Oh, I haven't been to Miami in a very long time. I've never been to Miami, unfortunately. I've been, of course, the West Coast of Naples and Fort Myers, mm -hmm. including putting a, a bumper of a car into the back, to the trunk, because coming back from the office trying to get to the airport in Fort Myers and somebody rear-ended the car. Ooh, yeah, that's it was, not uh, fun. That was an interesting uh, trip. Mm. And then, uh, I've of course, Orlando. Yes. Can't miss Orlando. And I had a cousin who had a charter fishing boat in um, Daytona. Oh, lovely. And I went, went to visit him once or twice there. So. Oh. But just short trips, not long trips. You know, it was like, we were in Orlando, so we drove over to Daytona and visited and came back. So, but oh. yeah, so it was, it's someday, someday, as long as it's in winter and I don't have to deal with the summer heat, I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, the hotter, the better. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you know how I feel about uh -huh. that. <laughs> I don't like to sweat. That's my problem. Yeah. So even, even in the hottest days of the summer, when I go to the Jersey Shore, the beach chair goes in the water and it stays in the water until I'm ready to leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. it moves along with the tide. It goes up or down with the tide. So. I love it. Mm -hmm. So we'd also asked SR if he had any favorite restaurants that you or your colleagues would recommend. And he said, definitely Jose Andres restaurant. Also, there's a Japanese restaurant called Tatsuya. Mm. in the hotel, which was very good. And he also recommended readers to visit Little Havana and perhaps eat at the famous uh, Versailles restaurant. And yep. there are a lot of great good places to eat all over Miami. And in, in fact, uh, I looked. I was looking up best Cuban sandwiches in Miami, mm -hmm. but I came across a Living in Miami um, website and it had the best Cuban food and number one on the list uh, is SR's recommended uh, restaurant. Cool. Versailles. Best Cuban coffee in Miami. Opened in 1971 as a small coffee shop. Now more than a diner, it's part of the Cuban community. And I believe, I think Abe and I went there. We love going to Little Havana. And there's always so many fantastic bakeries and food mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just little wonderful. Haiti's also very nice too can be mm. yes well and I love the places. fact SR must have a real fondness for uh, Japanese cuisine um, I love the fact he included Katsuya mm -hmm. I would definitely 
As as well as Betty, you know, Betty noted the boss knows his way around Miami. That he does. And he Betty does. said, "Imagine the Passion Flicks crew filming in Miami. That would be a high set visit request for the fans." <laughs> I agree. And we could, and she says we could volunteer to be mermaids. I love that. I love that. Um, Flora said, "Come on down. It does have its treasures. You'll have fun." Mm -hmm. And Shell said, closest I've been to Miami was the Central Florida Zoo, 15 miles away. Mm. Uh, I love it. And don't, Anna Rima says, don't forget Joe's stone crabs. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Always good. And, and Betty's saying, the boss likes anything fancy. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. He likes what he likes. He does. And we asked what his favorite things to do in the region were. Says I like being near the ocean, reading a book, or swimming. I like walking around in the sunshine. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Person after my own heart, a book, a chair, and the beach, and I'm done for it for the rest of the day. That's all we need. That's exactly it. And I've done it off many, many times, and I will continue to do it as often as possible. I think it's very restorative. I, I was lucky to my mother. Um, has a, my aunt uh, her sister lives in Lewis, Delaware and I took her to visit this week and it happened to be unseasonably warm so I had a chance to be near the ocean reading a book and being in the sunshine and it's very restorative and therapeutic truly truly is and I think that's another reason why he wove this in to the book you know, mm -hmm. having them go somewhere warm and get away from all the troubles that they were facing, you know, they're still recovering from the trauma of having that break in. Mm -hmm. um, they're still adjusting to being new parents. Um, and I think having this getaway is really important for them in terms of uh, healing and being restorative. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is why we're in Miami in South Beach from chapter 53 to chapter 60. Mm -hmm. There are several chapters. We're going to be in Miami for quite a few weeks. And I'm sure um, it's a great place to write, set up a oh, laptop in a cafe and write. <laughs> absolutely. I'm sure he did that. So we asked if there's any other observations about Miami. So for many, many Canadians, Florida is always a good idea. <laughs> I'm just sure true. just true so. and Betty the chance the boss would recommend a, uh, the best hot dog stand I don't know about Miami but not far from you in Mamaroneck New York is Walters mm. best hot dogs on the east coast <laughs> Mon's saying looks like our president's in Portugal mm -hmm. oh have to check that out. SR Fox is saying, me, currently sitting on a beach. 10-minute walk from home with 60-degree weather. Book with me and AirPods listening to you. Oh, nice. my gosh, SR Fox. I love it. Oh, That's what a great. gift for you to be 10 minutes from the beach. Oh, I love that's Well, Pam, it's Pam's happy place, too. It is. We just is. love We love beaches. That's wonderful. And I know I've been to the Spanish beaches. Sorry, Mon, I haven't been to Portugal yet. But I know the Spanish Spanish beaches that I was on with, oh, God, they were great. So beautiful. They were, they were. They were. And, you know, if you go even 
if you go like the coastline of France, a lot of it's very rocky. Mm -hmm. But the Spanish beaches had real sand on it. So, ah, uh, I love it. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and there's just so much goodness um, from going there. And in South Florida, when you're there, it's just you have the sand and you have the beautiful beaches. And of course the cultures, and I, I could totally see why SR chooses to go, um, because it really is um, a wonderful uh, environment. And mm -hmm. it's, there's a lot of creativity. I can see this, I can really see him being inspired mm -hmm. to write in that area. Um, uh, Monica's noting that their, her president in Portugal, or. Portugal's president, I should say. I don't know whether it's your president or not. Like certain TFGs were not my president a few years ago. Mm. Uh, but he keeps the security staff running to the water because he wants to swim every time he sees water. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see that. I can totally see that too. I, I, I don't have to swim when I see the water. I just need to be by it. Well, I don't have that compulsion. What, what, one of the neatest things that I love is mm -hmm. when you're sitting in, in, on the beach reading and, you know, you just get so hot and stuff and, and you go in the water and you just dive into under a wave and you can feel the heat coming off your head. Yes. <laughs> Which I, I always get a big kick out of for some strange, unusual reason. Uh, so. I love it. I mm -hmm. love it. And, um just so much there's so much to do there i can totally see why sr has chosen to be there um and why he liked to do his research there mm -hmm. um flora saying my mom has some canadian neighbors who come down every october and leave in april we call them snowbirds yes yep, yep. i aspire to be a snowbird one day um Betty said, my only beach getaway has been Belize and Gabriel's Rapture movie part two. <laughs> oh, now, Betty, come on. You're in the Bronx. You haven't been to Orchard Beach? <laughs> or Jones or Gilgo? You're, yeah, you are close to water, Betty. Uh, Orchard SR Beach Fox is in the Bronx. Says, I'm fortunate where I live. Beach is 10 minutes away, but also a big city with a 10-minute drive the other way. Every luxury in reach. Mm -hmm. Nice. 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 That actually sounds like Miami. <laughs> mm -hmm. being near Miami um, Flora saying the west coast beaches are more beautiful like Destin, Sanibel and Marco Island um, the golf yes the gulf coast of Florida is stunning um, yeah, I was lucky to be there last month my, just for two days but my uh, dad had a timeshare in Marco Island I never got to it but he he, he would go down he, he sold that timeshare and then moved it over to Hilton Head because he liked to play golf Mm -hmm. with his brother, his former brother-in-law, so. Nice. Mm -hmm. Growing up on Long Island, Shell said, every summer we were at the beach. Mm -hmm. And Betty's saying right now, Belize is her thing. But beach Cutaway 2022, and she has been to Orchard Beach. Okay, thankfully. Uh, and Shell's saying it was very hard getting used to living in a landlocked state of Nevada. I can imagine, because I, I remember when I was about 21 or 22 years old, I moved to Colorado because I wanted to be back to nature, whatever. 
mm-hmm. whatever wild dream I had at the time after reading this one book about how to set up your own house and what I look yes. self my, self sustaining my, my my hippie dream at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And I and I realized how far away from the ocean I was, and I said, "I eh, gotta go back." So I yeah. came back east. There are mm-hmm. some great things about that location though too oh. there's wonderful places everywhere but uh, it is hard if you're used to one thing mm-hmm. um to be in a different client climate was is can be challenging i know that was hard for my husband to get used to when he was uh, left puerto rico um to come to pennsylvania mm-hmm. and you know he wasn't used to being cold you know he wasn't used to having snow it was mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. as a child it was it was a hard adjustment it is. I mean, I, I know from when we, we did live in Milwaukee when I was younger. I was, my sister was born there. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, you know, we had Lake Michigan there. So. Oh, yeah. That was, you know, yeah, Lake Michigan. Being an East Coast girl from Philadelphia, Jersey Shore was always the place to be. Uh, when I lived in New York, we would go to a, to a bunch of different places. We would go to Sher- Sherwood Island. Uh, in Connecticut, um, uh, there was a beach by Rye Playland we would go to. It was Oakland Beach. There was a private beach for the town of Rye, and then the, the other part, which is part of Rye Playland. And um, of course, Jones Beach. Um, I had a, spent a summer in Long Beach, New York. Oh, that nice. Was, that was interesting. Um, it's where we had. Bagpipe parades at two o'clock in the morning, going through town. Um, what else? Montauk, love Montauk. I would love to. I've heard those are all such beautiful places. Mm-hmm. I would love that. You know, and occasionally go to the Boardy Barn in Hampton Bays. Ah, uh, I think um, I, I love Monica's story. Monica could write her own chapter of a book. She Did could you just see this. She said, our president's name is Marcello Rebello de Sousa. Sousa. Uh, My apologies if I butchered his name. He reads by the beach, too. He sits in a chair with four or five books. Once I came up to him to look at what he was reading, we had a little chat, and he likes to be anonymous, but he was very sweet answering me. Mom, that's so cool. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And, you know, I bet he really appreciated that you were interested in the books that he was reading. You know, I think instead of saying, you know, something about politics, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really cool. Um, and Black Lab Lady, uh, Lena, who lives in Maine, which is on the northeast coast of the U.S., mm-hmm. she says, lucky to be 10 minutes from the beach here. Spend lots of time there walking, reading, and swimming. June to September only for me on the swimming, though. Yeah, I, I'm sure the weather is quite, uh, the waters are quite chilly uh, in that part of the country. I've heard that. I have friends that rent um, up and around Kennebunkport every every year for like a week in June. And they, they go to the beach. I think it's, was it Old York or Yorkville Beach? York, something like that. Yep, York, uh, York Maine mm-hmm. has beaches. It's right on the border between Maine and New Hampshire. Karen always said to me, he always said, you know, why we go in June, I don't know, because the water's always freezing cold, but 
Her husband was right in there all the time, but then again, he was Irish from Ireland, from Sligo. So he had the Atlantic to swim on when he was uh, growing up. Which in that part of Ireland, even though they've got the Gulf Stream, that water can be kind of chilly. Mm. So. I I am sure. You know, I just realized as as we were talking about places to go and being on the beach and kind of this wonderful multicultural mix that uh, mm. Miami is. I forgot to mention one other place that's really fun in Miami. And Flora, if you're still on, I'd be curious to see if you've been to Mango's. I'm putting that website in too. Mangoes is a club on Miami Beach and they do salsa lessons and it you can go there and dance all night. It is super fun. It's one of my my friend who used to own the dance studio um, who has passed away a couple years ago. That was one of her favorite places to go in South Beach. That Lots of fun. Cool. That is very cool. Um, and I put the website in there too. They have dinners and show and mm -hmm. um, sip and salsa lessons. <laughs> it's If you look at this website, I mean, this is, <laughs> there's a, always a party um, and when you walk into the, uh, and you walk into Mangoes. Mm -hmm. So lots of fun. That's true. And Betty's uh, Black Lab lady said they call that water refreshing in June. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had friends from New England who will just jump in and the water is so cold mm -hmm. and I just, I can't even believe it. No, you uh, know, as a kid, I mean, I know that, you know, cold water swimming or wilding is there, I think they're calling it, is, is like becoming a big popular thing. And it's actually can be very good. It's. Catherine um, Hepburn used to swim in cold. Every single day. Yep, in, in the cold waters. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, you know, as a kid, I, growing up, my, my parents bought a house in South Jersey uh, at the beach when I was, I don't know, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And we would literally, we'd pack up the car um, and leave for the shore the day after school ended and we mm. wouldn't we would come back in time to go the first couple days of school in September and then back for the weekends until like October and you know even in the winter time we would be at the shore uh, oh oh yeah and stuff but you know when you're eight nine years old and the water's temperature is like 55 degrees no problem you go in you're, you're riding the oh, waves you're swimming absolutely and, you, and when your mother says your lips are blue, you got to sit down here for a little bit. <laughs> so, but then but the, the best time for me was always in August because the water was so warm. They didn't have the jellyfish that came up because jellyfish are big in, in Jersey Shore in July. Mostly. Oh, yeah. And um, the, I can't tell you how many times like you'd be uh, swimming and, 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 you know, riding the waves in or you know, floating around them. And you'd have dolphins swimming around you. Oh, yeah. Which it, I it, felt was very cool because they're, you know, they're wild animals and they'd still be right there. But they love it. I, that's I'm seeing uh, in the chat um, on a hot and summer, hot and humid summer day. And by the way, Shell has colder, to leave. So. Colder, yes. Uh, 
see you, Shell. Thanks for stopping by. I know we're a little over time. We'll be wrapping up. Um, Betty's saying cold or chilly water is welcomed on a hot and humid day. And Black Lab Lady said cold water swimming is getting more and more popular here. I would keep trying to talk myself into it, but haven't gotten there yet. I like refreshing freezing, not so much. You you, you don't want to go for the polar bear plunge? Uh, <laughs> Uh, Anna wants a heated pool and hot tub. I think I'm with you on that one, Anna. Mm -hmm. um, Mon was saying, if we don't make a big fuss about uh, going back to her encounter with her nation's president, mm -hmm. if we don't make a big fuss about it, he can be calm and live like a normal guy. Um, now people are asking for selfies with him. He pulls the phone from them and takes the photos himself. Uh, he's a very cool guy. That's really Jason Isaac uh, says that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I have a selfie I, with him, and he used my phone for that. I love that. Um, and regarding mangoes, apparently Brenda's been to mangoes as mm -hmm. well. She said mangoes is so much fun. Floor saying they are fun. She said that um, in regards to uh, mangoes, it's a great place to eat, and then it turns into a dance club at night. Mm. Into a club at night. So. Cool. Another fun place to visit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and Anna's, they're intrigued by your swimming with the dolphins. Pam, you swam with dolphins. Have you taken a swim with Aquaman, Betty said? No, um, and no. Anna also swam with dolphins in Mexico, but in controlled pools. Oh, yeah, they do that in Florida, too, because I have a uh, picture of my cousin's daughter, Megan, when she was probably about 10 or 11 years old. They went down and they were swimming with dolphins. Yeah, um, I but, love it. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 doesn't, it didn't happen every day or all the time, but when a lot of times, especially when the, I guess their fish or their feeder fish were close enough to the shore, they'd come closer to the shore. And they like, they like to, you know, surf the waves like other people do and body surfing. And, um, you know, so you'd be, I wouldn't touch them. I, I wouldn't go near them that that close because they are a wild animal they're not in a controlled right. environment but it was cool it was and it's cool everybody like all of a sudden you're sitting there and everybody starts running to the shoreline because you could see the a pod of them jumping out of the water and their fins mm. going around and this one they're so, so beautiful and majestic they are, are. floors noting there's a couple of places with dolphin excursions all the way to the keys too she said mm -hmm. so if you do make it to Miami or South Beach, you can check that out as well. You might be able to have that same mm -hmm. kind of opportunity. I remember my late friend Barbara and I planned many years ago because, you know, parakeets. Oh, we yeah. Just, we decided we wanted to go to Key West and, and she couldn't get the, neither one of us could get the time off from work to go. So we never got down there together. But, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful part of the world. Mm -hmm. And I can see why SR... Um, was drawn to it. I definitely see why the Canadians are drawn to it um, to escape the winter, um, or at least have a little respite from it. Yeah, I mean, um, and Floor, you're lucky to live there. I know every every place has its pros and cons, but mm -hmm. you you are in a very special spot. That she is. That she is. So anyway, so I it's time. It is it time. Time, but we had so much fun talking about. Florida and South Beach and SR and Gabriel and Julia and swimming with the dolphins. Um, and uh, yes. What 
pray tell uh, music do you have to uh, leave us out? By the way, Lisbon has wild but sweet dolphins in the river. Oh, nice, nice. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize dolphins would come in. That's very interesting. And, and Betty's saying, I have a mental picture of Pam as Giselle from Enchanted. Um, do you sing with the animals too? <laughs> oh my gosh, Betty. Well, I have a fantasy of swimming with the Aquaman, Jason Momoa, but we'll leave it at that. It's so. not that kind of show, Pam. I know. <laughs> so um, the music, I actually pulled a Miami Vice playlist. Oh, I love it. And this has it, it, all the music from seasons one through five, from Jan Hammer's original to whatever they used in the show. So, and this particular is "Born to Be Wild" by Steppenwolf. That I was love it. Played in the show at one point. So, I want to wish everybody a happy Easter and your families, and a happy Passover. Or was it, what is it? Something Pash. Pesach. Pesach. And, uh, you know, Ramadan, uh, Mubarak Eid. So, yes. have fun, everybody. Enjoy. Don't eat too much candy. Don't eat too much matzah. <laughs> and, uh, have, you know, fast easy. Enjoy, so, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye.